Talk that talk. Talking about... That's what I'm talking about. Are you talking to me? Talk that talk. Provided by Off The Hook. The platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man. Keep on talking in the free world. Good evening, kind sir. Greetings and salutations and happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday, happy belated Easter, happy, uh, this is, I guess, you know, we're keeping with the WWE theme, this is WrestleMania Monday, why not? Let, let, let's not do that, that, that makes me great. <laughs> uh, anytime you say anything that WrestleMania like that, it reminds me of when Seth Rollins was cringing at the fact that Alpha Academy was saying, uh, thank you! Toosh! You know, so that's what it reminds me of. I cringe like Seth Rollins did. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We're off to a good start. And just in case uh, anyone's wondering, yes, uh, uh, this is Talk That Talk, the official fan reaction show before and after every Raw, SmackDown, and WWE pay-per-view. And yes, the studio is based in downtown Toronto. And yes, we are enjoying the beautiful spring uh, entry to summer weather as the snow just completely, you know, blankets downtown Toronto. It's a beautiful thing. I absolutely love this. As you know, winter is my all-time favorite thing. So I am thrilled to bits the snow has returned. I'm kind of with you on that. I will say this, you know, just before we get into it, on a side note, yes, everyone loves warm weather and so on and so forth, but there's something to be said for the cities in the world that have four seasons and that have to go through the pain and suffering of the winter and then reap the benefits or reap the rewards, if you will, of the summer. Like, you know, where people from the cities that have to go through the four seasons, like ourselves, we're a lot more hardened and we're a lot more prepared for whatever comes our way than someone who's living in sunny weather 365 days a year. I stand by that. Well, absolutely. To your point, quickly, like I have family in Kentucky and like that whole fucking uh, city and place of Kentucky shuts down and it's like barely an inch of snow because they've got no way of controlling it or, or getting rid of it, right? So the whole place shuts down. Exactly. And I mean, like, you know, everyone, of course, the you know, the go-to North American city or maybe even the global city, but the go-to North American city, you know, is always Los Angeles, right? So, you know, it's sunny all year round and it's, you know, amazing, amazing city. Uh, I definitely have to go sometime and love everything about, you know, from afar, uh, from what Los Angeles represents. But uh, this is not saying anything derogatory toward other cities but again to your point and just you know reiterating the fact there is something to be said there's a reason that you know uh people in north american cities on the east coast you know again obviously we're always talking new york la when we're talking uh north america but toronto is in that conversation now and it's a different vibe man it's a different vibe you know you gotta like you're a little bit more hardened like i said you're a little bit more prepared for what is life in my opinion 
Absolutely. And we could, of course, talk about this for hours on end and everything like that. Like we do a lot of other things, but we're going to move on and we're going to get into next. We're going to get into last week um, of Monday Night Raw, of course. And it was in from Detroit, Michigan at the Little Seas Arena, home, of course, of the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Um, and we started off the show um, with Veer Mahan versus Dominic Mysterio. And... Let's be honest, Veer Mahan was, is a complete beast, and he wrecked, absolutely wrecked Dominic Mysterio, not only during the match, but then again after. And he was not letting go of that chokehold or whatever the hell that move was that he put him in at the end, um, to the point where it turned out that Dominic Mysterio was stretchered off and taken away in an ambulance. And like we said last week in the post-show, where was Ray in all of this? You know, like, your son is out there getting his ass kicked, you know, being brutally attacked by Veer Mahan, who is a hell of a lot bigger than Dominic Mysterio is, and you're nowhere to be seen. Like, it, it, it could be very interesting to see where this goes, where, where this goes on. Like, is Ray going to be there this week? Like, are we going to see Veer Mahan do this to everybody that they put in front of him? But last week, Dominic didn't have a chance. I mean, Veer Mahan is a beast. I like Veer Mahan, but I was unhappy with this matchup, first of all. I can't pour, again, I can't pour enough praise on Dominic Mysterio. I say it week in and week out. He's one of my favorites. He's going to be here for a long time. And to his credit, you know, he accepts this match. He goes out there and has to deal with the likes of Veer Mahan. And then, like you said, is that, I mean, you know, the beatdown in Motown, if you will, ensued. Shout out Eminem. And exactly, where was Ray? Is there trouble in paradise? Are there family issues? Uh, was Ray trying to teach Dominic a lesson? Is Ray injured? Uh, what is happening? Are we going to see dissension in this family? I don't know. But it was very disturbing, exactly like you said, that we're on the heels of Dominic and Ray being, a, you know, a tag team and just partners in crime and really, you know, a feel-good story in the WWE. We've been witnessing this for months on end to all of a sudden see Dominic out there just on his own getting absolutely brutalized and then stretchered off and you know who knows what's going to happen didn't like it at all and uh, there's a lot of questions to be answered based on that absolutely I'm curious to see where that goes like I said um, then we're going to move on to AJ Styles versus Damian Priest and um, I know last week you and I kind of, I know I walked away I can't remember if you had said you did so I was kind of weirded out by the way that match ended. Um, I think we figured out that it ended in a no contest kind of deal. Um, yet again, Damian Priest looks like he's joined forces with Edge. Um, it could be interesting. I'm I, like, it, it's going to be interesting to see where they take this. I'm not per se interested to see where they're going to take it because you and I both know we're not a fan of Edge in this at this show. Um, I don't care what he does, where he goes. He could have stayed retired. I wouldn't have cared, um, but I, I, I don't think this is this is right for AJ Styles either. I think AJ Styles really should be looking for a title, being the title hunt, because he is a big superstar in the WWE, and I think they've sort of, you know, lowered him to uh, to having this kind of to go through this kind of nonsense. 
Yes, and uh, of course the you know it's not as big a discrepancy as Veer Mahan and Dominic Mysterio, but you know it's keeping with the same theme. Is that Damian Priest and AJ Styles? Like, there's a size mismatch. It's not massive, but it's big enough. And uh, again, it's however long AJ Styles is going. Now, AJ Styles is getting up there in years. However, you know, physically, he shows no signs of slowing down. But however long we're going to keep him in the mix, he needs to have appropriate opponents at his skill level. And with his size, to your point, you know, he's... I don't. I wouldn't go as far as saying he's lowering himself to Damian Priest because, you know, Damian Priest, we don't know exactly what his ceiling is. But I would go as far as to say Damian Priest hasn't proven himself yet to be in that situation. And then where, where are we at with, with this new, you know, character, uh, uh, I don't know, twist, if you will at the end that we saw with Damian Priest and is that going to involve AJ Styles moving forward uh, more questions to be answered and you know questions to be answered are not necessarily a bad thing it, it keeps us intrigued and it, it keeps us on the edge of our seat but I don't know if these are the questions that I want to be asked to be answered but regardless these are two matches so far now and then some questions to be answered for both of these matches yeah absolutely um, and then we went on to Cody Rhodes versus The Miz. Um, of course, The, the Miz. And the Z-lister of the WWE, of course. Oh. And, uh, and Cody Rhodes, The American Nightmare, of course. Uh, I believe this was his first match on Monday Night Raw, if I'm not mistaken. And um, you know what? It was, it was quite, quite interesting. It was quite enjoyable, of course. Um, I quite enjoyed it. I thought there was nothing wrong with it. Um, if I'm not mistaken... He did beat the Miz, so anybody that beats the Miz gets an A in my books. The Miz. We, you know, I'm happy Cody Rhodes is here, and I must say, uh, unlike GSP, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I actually am very impressed with Cody Rhodes. He's come in. He's lived up to all. He's done what he said he was going to do when he left. He said that, you know, he was somebody that the WWE wasn't giving him credit for being. He went out, he applied himself, he proved his worth. But again, the WWE is the big leagues. There's no other uh, wrestling organization or promotion that stacks up to the WWE. With all due respect that everyone else is out there, competition is healthy. But he went, he sharpened his skills, came back. And he's doing what he said he was going to do. He's, you know, he's performing at that highest level. So I do enjoy, I do enjoy Cody Rhodes. You know, I said going into this match about with Cody Rhodes and dumb is, I don't know if this is necessarily the clash I want to see, but afterward, I enjoyed it. So I think, I guess what I'm saying is that wherever Cody Rhodes goes for the time being anyway, whether it's dumb is or whether he gets in the mix with Seth Rollins or wherever they, they bring him, I'm enjoying it. And I'm happy he's here. And, you know, he's magic on the mic. You know, he he's, uh, he comes from he, he comes from WWE royalty and uh, and he's an excellent wrestler. So all around, I'm just happy that Cody Rhodes is here. Yeah, for sure. He did what he said, like you said. He did what he was going to do. He, he set out to, to do what he had to. And 
I, I'm quite excited for him as well. And then we go on to Liv Morgan versus Naomi. And, um, you know, we spoke a lot about Naomi and Sasha uh, the last couple of weeks here. And, um, you know, again, Liv Morgan gets the victory over, over Naomi. And just like on uh, Friday, this past Friday on SmackDown, Rhea Ripley got the victory over uh, Naomi, I believe it was as well, or it might have been Sasha. I can't remember per se. Um, so yet again, what what is going on here with these with this team of Naomi and Sasha? You know, you're losing in singles matches at random to random people that you would normally have beaten. You know, especially Liv Morgan. She's she's good. She's not as that strong. You know, maybe I can see Rhea getting a victory over these two. Um, but this is three shows in a row now that you guys have ultimately lost to these guys in singles matches. And it, it, it's not looking good singly for these guys. I, I'm not sure what's happening here with these guys. I go back to what I said. I mean, I'm, I know that I flip-flop every... I mean, my message has always been the same about how I feel about Sasha Banks, how I feel about Naomi. But I have flip-flopped a little bit on, at WrestleMania, I wanted to see Sasha turn on Naomi. And then now last week I said that, you know, Naomi needs to capitalize on the spotlight that's being uh, cast upon them as the WWE champions. And if this is what we're going to see, then let's see them perform to to the best of their ability. But... I don't know. Again, I'm back and forth again because eventually we're going to see a breakdown here between Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan simply because Rhea Ripley needs to be out on her own. So uh, also on the flip side of that, uh, I just keep going back to Sasha Banks is the legit boss. That's all I need to say. And then, so something needs to give. If I'm Naomi, I'm like, you know, okay, great. We're the tag team champions. I need to capitalize here and grab the spotlight for myself. And, you know, this is it. Step outside your comfort zone and let it fly. Take it to uh, Sasha Banks. See what happens. Now, I think she's going to lose that battle. But if I'm Naomi, that's what I do. And if I'm Sasha Banks, I'm like, you know, nothing new for me. I've been disrespected since the day I arrived here. Enough of this nonsense. I still want to... I still want to see that relationship become fractured. And I'm optimistic that we're going to see something like that because I think that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we both agree on the fact that I can't see longevity for Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. It doesn't make sense for Rhea Ripley. No, it definitely doesn't. And we'll get into that later on with with this because they are they, they, Rhea's in a match tonight, so we'll get into that in a little bit um, regarding what we believe is going to happen with that. Um, but I don't see I don't see them being together for for much longer. Let's put it that way. Um, but like I said, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Bianca Belair versus Queen Zelina again. You know, Queen Zelina. We've talked about her a lot of the times. You know, um, thank God Carmella's away from her right now, and we don't have to watch her. You know, suck faces with with Corey Graves. Um, you know, Bianca Belair is, is is too high up the chain for to face Queen Zelina. Queen Zelina, she she's she's an okay wrestler. She's not Bianca Belair quality wrestler. Um, and I think again, this this match was just made at the last minute, in my opinion. I don't think it was fair for her to put Bianca in that kind of match. Queen Zelina is not up there like that. And like we've said, I think she should go back to doing a managing kind of role. Uh, I think she'd be far better with that. Agreed. And now that we approach the halfway mark of the pre-show, talk that talk, 
the official live fan reaction show before and after every Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, and WWE pay-per-view provided by Off The Hook, the platform for the people. Follow Off The Hook on Twitter, at The Signal Is Busy. Uh, I'll keep this brief. Exactly. You know, Zelina needs to A, drop the English accent, B, go back to being a manager that can pop in and out of the ring here and there, wreak havoc. And, you know, that's a leg up that she has on other managers. Some managers can't do that. So she has the best of both worlds. But her number one priority should be as a manager. And yes, I mean, Bianca Belair, with all due respect to Zelina, Bianca Belair and Zelina are operating in two different solar systems. Right, they should never, ever, ever cross paths in a wrestling match, in my opinion. Absolutely, for sure. Um, and then we go on to RK Bro versus Alpha Academy. Oh, uh, thank you, Josh. And uh, always, always a great match between RK Bro and Alpha Academy. I know we've seen it numerous times, um, but you know, the RK. Oh, out of nowhere, always comes in handy somewhere, and uh, you just gotta love it, man. Can't get, can't go wrong with an RKO out of nowhere for sure. Agreed, hundred percent. I enjoy, I enjoyed this match. I enjoy the tag team division. Uh, no complaints at all. And there's some scenarios, and we have to, we have to, you know, tell it like it is. There's some matches that we get. That uh, are some matchups that we get that are repetitive, and we see week in and week out, and we grow tired of it. There's others that we enjoy the rivalry, and we can't get enough. Why would you want to break up a great rivalry? Just keep it moving. And the tag team division is that's the way I feel about it right now. Is that it's a revolving door of X amount of tag teams. We've seen some cross branding, but regardless, uh, I'm. These tag teams that we currently have in the mix now on both brands, there's no disappointing matches. So I'm okay with seeing whoever they're going to match up week in and week out. They give us a show. There's always some twists and turns. I'm happy with it. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I can't uh, I can't say I don't disagree on that one. Um, and then the final match of the night was the Usos versus the Street Profits. At- Usos. As the Usos, or in my in my wonderful terminology, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, yeah. um, show up, and uh, of course they're trying to unify the tag team champions because of the ass of the table sent them there to do his dirty work. Um, the disrespect on this show is just you know, just just uh, it's unacceptable, really. Rand Jordan says it best: they are his bitches. Um, I need a censor button in here at some point in time. <laughs> um, this was a great match. Okay, I'll I'll stop uh, bad mouthing these guys for a little bit, anyways. Um, and uh, this was a really good match. Both teams are very very good at what they do. You know, they can they can fly off the top rope very well. You know, they know how to wrestle very well, and you know to see those two in the same ring together and we haven't seen that in a while it was very entertaining to watch it was uh, I, I want to be able to and not to rush this but I want to be able to get to tonight I know this was the last match this was the last match of the night right yeah so yes, uh, yeah I mean I, I absolutely love both of these tag teams can't go wrong either way and there's not enough praise uh, I say it time in a week in and week out there's not enough praise poured on the Usos first of all uh, there really isn't longest reigning tag team 
champions of all time. And the Street Profits are a phenomenal tag team that can keep that have proven that they can keep up with the best of them. And of course, Montez Ford is, is just an absolute superstar. The the beauty of the Street Profits and the Usos, but I mean, I give the Usos credit week in and week out. So just specifically about Street Profits, the beauty of it is, and the beauty of a true tag team is that you have now Angelo Dawkins is like I said before, he's a little, he plays a little bit of second fiddle, but I like that because he knows his place. Is that individually they have great moves. Uh, again, Dawkins, you know, falling behind a little bit, and there's good finishing moves, and they have some good moves together as a tag team. Tag team moves, which is not get, tag team moves and tag team finishing moves are underrated. You know, the Heart Foundation, uh, Demolition, like these are some of the classic tag team finishing moves. So, I got nothing but love for the Street Profits and the Usos. All right, and so we go to this week, and we are live from Buffalo, New York, at Key Banker Arena, of course, home of the Buffalo Sabers. And uh, tonight we're getting Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for the women's tag team title match. As we all know, we were supposed to get that last week, um, but due to some kind of protocol that Rhea Ripley was in, that match did not happen. So it is supposed to happen tonight. And this is where I said we'll get to that topic later about Rhea Ripley. This could be where we see the end of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, depending on what happens in that match tonight. If they lose the tag team titles tonight, or if they can't win them, I should say, do, do is this the end of Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan? That's a big question. That's what I'm kind of curious, because we do know a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Raw, Rhea Ripley was not happy when they lost uh, their previous match together, and she did uh, she did walk away from Liv Morgan as Liv Morgan was the one that got pinned in that match. So it's going to be kind of curious to see what happens with them tonight. Um, and then we go with Finn Balor versus Theory. Um, this is a huge this topic. Is, yeah, sorry, this is going to be a good one. And uh, this topic of name change we will get to in the post show. I promise you there. Um, Finn Balor versus Theory um, for the U.S. title uh, tonight as well. We're also getting the double wedding officiated by R-Truth, which is Dana Brooke and Reggie and Akira Tozawa and Tamina. Who doesn't Um, love a double wedding, man? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I will will definitely speak now because I'm not a fan of this. I know this is your soft spot. Um, like this is my guilty pleasure. Previously. Some people, some people stuff chocolate into their face. I watch our truths uh, oversee a double wedding. I have a feeling the twenty four seven championship is changing. Keep in mind, I probably stuff um, chocolate into my face too. So I have, I have a couple, I have, I have a couple guilty pleasures. <laughs> well, you know what? We we can't always uh, not uh, have guilty pleasures. And then, of course, we get Kevin Owens gives Ezekiel a lie detector test. Oh, God. He should give Ezekiel a backhander. And, and it's not even Ezekiel. It's Elias. And I, I, so I'm not... I'm walking with Elias... Right, I'm not. Uh, I'm not running with Ezekiel. I'm not sauntering with Ezekiel. I'm not conversating with Ezekiel. I'm not acknowledging Ezekiel. I'm walking with Elias. That's it. 
Absolutely. Um, so tonight, with those four things in mind, tonight seems very interesting. Other than the double wedding, of course, in my mind, I, I don't have the time for that kind of nonsense. Um, you know, you put Reggie in the ring and let him do his stuff. And I'm all for that because Reggie is phenomenal. Um, but I, I don't care about this double wedding stuff. Um, all right. Since we've got through all that, um, Mr. Shane, if you would do us the beautiful honors like always and sing us into our next segment, which is the three things we want to see for tonight, please. Once, twice, three times a lady. That was pretty good tonight, actually. It was. And if you would be so kind, sir, as to give us... My first first one is going to be, I want to see in a perfect world. And I know my three are all, you know, maybe they're a little bit of a stretch, but, you know, this is how I feel. First and foremost, I want to see both Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Sasha Banks and Naomi split. I want to see all hell breaking loose, whereby both tag teams say that this is not the path that we chose, nor the path that we want. Both tag teams for different reasons. That's what I would love to see tonight. And these aren't, you know, for anyone that's listening to Talk That Talk, the official fan reaction show before and after every Raw, SmackDown, and Live provided by Off The Hook, the platform for the people. You know, yes, we're, we're, talking, every, we're talking news, we're talking, uh, dub, we're talking internet rumors and everything else, but our three things that we want to see tonight are just that. It's not about predicting, or we're not gambling on it. We're, these are the in a perfect world. These are the things that we would like to see, and that's the fun in it, right? Absolutely. And my first thing is the ass of the table. I want to see his ass on Monday Night Raw. This clown didn't show up on SmackDown. He was nowhere to be seen on SmackDown, and we know he is your fan. He is your man of the hour all the time, and you wanted him there. So I can only imagine that you agree with me on this one. He is the unified champion. The ass of the table. He's got his bitches, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh, God. His old man man with his stick, Mr. Dick, um, beside him. And uh, you know what? Nowhere to be seen on Friday. Hopefully, he decides to want to make an appearance tonight on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Roman, I, I apologize on behalf of uh, on behalf of one half of the Talk That Talk Tag Team Champions. I do apologize for my partner in crime, Dangerous Darren Davis. You know, Clubber Shang, Bang Bang does not promote that type of derogatory, those type of derogatory comments directed at yourself. I do acknowledge you, Tribal Chief. Special Counsel, oh, wise one, we appreciate all of your insight and your wisdom. And, of course, the longest reigning tag team champions of all time get nothing but respect from the WWE Universe and the history books. So, however... I don't disagree with you in the fact that I would love that. So I'm going to keep my same theme in the fact that, you know, things that I'd love to see, whether it's going to happen or not. Uh, where's Brock, you know, same way you want to see Roman there. Where's Brock Lesnar? What's happening? Is Brock Lesnar gone now? Never to be seen again? You know, is this WrestleMania? Is this the the Raw after Raw after Raw after before Backlash and in between and after Easter? Uh, is WrestleMania Raw? Whatever we're calling it? I have no idea. Like, where is Roman Reigns? Uh, where is Brock Lesnar? Pardon me. He was so consistent. He was the epitome of consistency and on the mic. Like, you know, where is he? I thought this was the show he was on. Regardless of what belt he's holding, doesn't he want to recapture it at WrestleMania Backlash? It's going to be WrestleMania Backlash 
WrestleMania, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, it's just WrestleMania now. It's not even called WWE anymore. It's called WrestleMania. But the point is, is that uh, I, I don't like this. I don't like Brock being gone so long. So my second thing is, I want to see not where's Waldo, where's Brock Lesnar? I'd rather find Waldo. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my second, uh, my second thing is, I want the Irish last kicker back. Where is Becky Lynch? Okay. She lost at WrestleMania to Bianca Belair. We understand that. But you had been there week in and week out saying you were one of the greatest. You were one of the greatest. You were getting your title back. All this stuff. You were never going to let it go originally. And now you've lost it and you haven't been there. Where the hell are you? Get your ass back on Monday Night Raw. So I want Becky Lynch to return tonight. I love that. I concur. I definitely love that. She better not start going the way of Brock Lester, you know, part-timer. So uh, I love that. My third thing is, you know, I am not happy with... Uh, first of all, I'm walking with Elias, not sauntering with Ezekiel. Uh, two, uh, Kevin Owens, I mean, talk about disrespect. The amount of disrespect poured on Kevin Owens from the WWE is just, it's nauseating. It really is. It's not talked about enough. It's just, it's insulting. So, again, and I, like, I don't care if I'm saying the same couple things week in and week out because these are the things I want to see. Seth Rollins, come down there. Let's get it on. Forget this walk with Elias and sauntering with Ezekiel. Seth Rollins, get down here. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. This is what I want to see. Kevin Owens needs to be in the mix with real WWE superstars. It's just... It really is painful, man. It's painful. So Kevin Owens has been reduced to a talk show host now. I want to see Seth Rollins come out and interfere because, I, I, like, we're uh, like I, I'm assuming we're getting KO show. Like you said, is that we're getting uh, the lie detector test? So I'd like to see Seth Rollins out in the mix. That's the third thing I'm looking for. All right, my last and final thing, and I'll make this quick. I want to see the rivalry continue with Sonya and Bianca. We found out last week on Raw that Sonya Deville is her next opponent. Where does this go? How far does Sonya go with this? As she is. GM or management, whatever the fuck she is called. I want to see where this goes. It's going to be fun. And remember, people, to figure out who your walk that walk is because I'm looking forward to finding out what everyone's walk that walk is after Raw ends. Mr. Shane, any last comments? If not, sing us out and I'll see you at 11 o'clock. Very quick comment is that shout out to Dangerous Darren Davis for his walk that walk last week saying Sonya Deville walk that walk kind of caught me off guard and I really enjoyed it. I'm still thinking about it and mentioning it this week. So uh, that was a gem. Uh, great segment. Walk that walk. Keep an eye on the moments, the, the, the comings and goings for this evening. Backstage, in the ring, superstars, finishing moves, MVPs, whatever you want to talk about. But at the end, we want to know on the post show who walked that walk and always always remember keep on talking in the free world talk that talk talking about that's what I'm talking about are you talking to me talk that talk Provided by Off The Hook, the platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man. Talk that talk.